0: Hello, stranger. It's your stranger friend here, crystal clear. I'm one of the stranger friends you'll have in your life. Thanks for giving me a few minutes of your life by listening to the greatest podcast about Morgulons ever called More Morgulons. Why is it called More Morgulons? Because I just keep going and going and going on and on and on and on and on about my Morgulons. Yes, I'm doing that um, because A, I'm self-absorbed, B, I'm entertaining, C, I cannot shut up about something if it seems like me talking about it it might help other people who are dealing with this insane shit. Or D, all of the above. Correct answer, D. Worm moon out tonight, you guys. Yes, that's right. March is the month with the worm moon. And y'all morgies out there know what I'm talking about. Yeah, species swarm. Uh-huh. Have you or a loved one who has Morgulons been attacked by, like, 500 fucking Morgulons at once recently? Well, it's because of the worm moon. Actually, I don't know if it's because of the worm moon. i um, not really even sure where those different moons... I know June is the strawberry moon. Uh, I think May is a pink moon. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of different moons, but it's probably something that was made up by white people, but attributed to Native Americans. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things we want to talk about today. First of all, uh, I definitely know that myself, my best friend Tom, 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 and many of my friends out there who have Morgulans that I've met through this show are really struggling with their Morgulans right now. Um, I know of one person at least who is coming up on a two-year anniversary, yay, of having Morgulans. Mine will be in June, uh, the end of June. I kind of say June, uh, June 29th, even though I think I got it much earlier than that, but that's when I, um, when I for sure was like, this is not... Normal at all. I really thought I had scabies, um, but it turns out, lucky me, I've got more Morgulons. Worm Moon aside, uh, spoiler alert, I don't really think that Morgulons are worms. No, no. But I do have some ideas about what I think they could be. Cliffhanger. Ooh, the one two punch of the spoiler alert and the cliffhanger. In one intro, yeah, it's gonna be a good episode. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. When going, the going gets go. Let's go, let's go again. Let's go my friend. Let's keep going on, let's keep moving forward. No matter how depressing, let's keep pressing. Onward, upward, and without end, my friend, let's keep addressing whatever is repressing and oppressing our voice to speak. We, we are not weak, we are strong. So let's move along. Of course, we're stronger. Sure. More is hello. All right, all right. Thanks for tuning in to more Mordelons. It's season six. Things are getting uh, sporadic. Um, I wanted to talk today a little bit about the species swarm. Yes, species swarm. Let's look up the definition. Jeeves. Hang on, guys. I'm actually chroming it, Googling it. They're evil, but I'm lazy. Um species swarm swarm behavior or swarming is a collective behavior exhibited by entities particularly animals of similar size which aggregate together perhaps milling about the same spot or perhaps moving in mass or migrating in some direction Um, as a term swarming is applied particularly to insects but can also be applied to any other entity or animal that exhibits swarm behavior The term flocking, or murmuration, can refer specifically to swarm behavior in birds, herding to refer to swarm behavior in tetrapods, forelegs, and shoaling and schooling to refer to swarm behavior in fish. Phytoplankton also gather in huge swarms called blooms, although these organisms are algae and are not self-propelled the way animals are. By extension, the term swarm is applied also to inanimate entities, dun-dun-dun-dun, Mortalons. Yes. Which exhibit parallel behaviors, as in a robot swarm. Mm Mm-hmm. Happened to me on Tuesday. An earthquake swarm or a swarm of stars. Wow. But we don't want to talk about life on this planet made by the creator. We want to talk about the man-made stuff. Yes, the robot swarms the robot swarms. In robotics, the application of swarm principles to robotics is called swarm robotics, while swarm intelligence refers to the more general set of algorithms. Partially inspired by colonies of insects, such as ants and bees, researchers are modeling the behavior of swarms of thousands of tiny robots which together perform a useful task, such as finding something hidden, cleaning, or spying. Each robot is quite simple, but the emergent behavior of the swarm is more complex. The whole set of robots can be considered as one single distribution system in the same way an ant colony can be considered a super organism exhibiting swarm intelligence the largest swarms so far created is the 1024 robot kilobot swarm but now let us discuss the man at the head and helm of google software development ray Kurzweil. yes Good old Raymond Kurzweil, born February 12th, 1948, is an American inventor and futurist. He is involved in fields such as optical character recognition, text-to-speech synthesis, speech recognition technology, and electronic keyboard instruments. The Kurzweil keyboards. He invented those. Um, he is a public advocate for the futurist and transhumanist movements and gives public talks to share his optimistic outlook uh, outlook on life extension technologies and the future of nanotechnology, robotics, and biotechnology. This is the man who invented morgulons. Um, just kidding. <clears throat> so this goes on. This is his wiki page, you guys. Um, he was the recipient of 8 billion prizes, the National Medal of Technology and Innovation in '99, the United States' highest honor in technology from President Clinton in a White House ceremony. Uh, in 2002, he was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame, established by the U.S. Patent Office. He has received 21 honorary doctorates and honors from three U.S. presidents. Dang! Uh, PBS included Kurtzweil as one of 16 revolutionaries who made America along with other inventors of the past two centuries. Inc. Magazine ranked him number eight among the most fascinating entrepreneurs in the United States and called him Edison's rightful heir. So this mad genius, um, he is an interesting guy. Thank you. Jeremy. me. Whoa, Stealth Omicron's back again. Um, yeah. Um, so... In his 1999 book, The Age of Spiritual Machines, Kurzweil proposed the law of accelerating returns, according to which the rate of change in a wide variety of evolutionary systems, including the growth of technologies, tends to increase exponentially. He gave further focus to this issue in 2001 essay entitled The Law of Accelerating Returns, which proposed an extension of Moore's Law to a wide variety of technologies and used this to argue in favor of John von Neumann's. Remember him, Grey Goo? Uh, John von Neumann's concept of a technological singularity which is what people it's a hypothetical point in time in which technological growth becomes uncontrollable and irreversible resulting in unforeseeable changes to human civilization yes that sounds like fun doesn't it (laughs) um so stands on the future of genetics nanotechnology and robotics what 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 will he have to say here Kurzweil was working with the Army Science Board in 2006. Hmm. Interesting. A year before the CDC study on Morgulons when they partnered, for some fucking unknown goddamn reason, with the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. The only other time that they ever really collaborated with them was during the 2001 anthrax attacks. Yeah. So anyway, just an interesting thing. So a year before the Army was doing that with the CDC, Ray Kurzweil his mad genius asked, We're uh, working together in 2006 to develop a rapid response system to deal with the possible abuse of biotechnology. He suggested that the same technologies that are empowering us to reprogram biology away from cancer and heart disease could be used by a bioterrorist to reprogram repro- a biological virus to be more deadly, communicable, and stealthy. Hmm, stealth Omicron, anyone? However, he suggests that we have the scientific tools to successfully defend against these attacks. Do we? (laughs) Similar to the way we defend against computer software viruses. He has testified before Congress on the subject of nanotechnology, advocating that nanotechnology has the potential to solve serious global problems such as poverty, disease, and climate change. Nanotech could give global warming a big chill. Quote, I don't know (laughs) what... That's what is that like a horrible newspaper article with a pun? Um, in media appearances, Kurzweil has stressed that. Ex- has stressed the extreme potential dangers of nanotechnology but argues that in practice, progress cannot be stopped because that would require a totalitarian system and any attempt to do so would drive dangerous technologies underground and deprive responsible scientists of the tools needed for defense. He suggests that the proper place of regulation is to ensure that technological progress proceeds safely and quickly but does not deprive the world of profound benefits. He stated to avoid dangers such as unrestrained nanobot replication... And let's keep in mind that just a few months ago, in December of 2021, scientists did create the first self-replicating, quote, xenobots, or programmable matter. They're arguably a type of living robot that is programmed at zombie apocalypse. Anyone? Makes Morgulons look like a fucking cakewalk. Um, Yeah, so... To avoid dangers such as unrestrained nanobot replication, we need relinquishment at the right level and to place our highest priority on the continuing advance of defensive technologies, staying ahead of destructive technologies. An overall strategy should include a streamlined regulatory process, a global program of monitoring for unknown or evolving biological pathogens... Tempor- or or non biological pathogens, morgalons. Temporary moratoriums, raising public awareness, oh, trying. Just sound like a crazy person, though. <sighs> International cooperation, good luck with that. Software reconnaissance, got plenty. And fostering values of liberty, tolerance, and respect for knowledge and diversity. Yes, I'm sure that's what Trump will be doing in 2024. <laughs> <sighs> So anyway, um, this guy's a nut. He ingests 250 supplements, 8 to 10 glasses of alkaline water, and 10 cups of green tea every day and drinking several glasses of red wine a week in an effort to reprogram his biochemistry. By 2008, he had reduced the number of supplement pills to 150. By 2015, Kurzweil further reduced his daily pill regimen down to 100 pills. Um <laughs> Just 100? Um, What's in those pills? Uh, Kurzweil asserts that in the future, everyone will live forever. Man, this guy is such an optimist. Um, Although, that is terrifying. Uh, I don't want to live forever, guys. I'd be good with like 150. Um, Or I'd be good. I've lived a great life. I'd be good with 40. But, you know, let's hope I got a few more. Uh, in a 2013 interview, he said that in 15 years, the 2013 interview, he said that in 15 years, medical technology could add more than a year to one's remaining life expectancy for each year that passes, and we could then, quote, outrun our own deaths. So that was in 2013, folks. So that would mean um, 15 years from then would be, what, 2028? Okay, even with COVID? Mm-hmm. And the Xenobot replicating Gregu, We'll see. Um, he, uh, among other things, he has supported the SENS a Research Foundation's approach to finding a way to repair aging damage and has encouraged the general public to hasten their research by donating. Encouraging Futurism and Transhumanism. Kurzweil's standing as a Futurist and Transhumanist And a transhumanist is a philosophical and intellectual movement which advocates for the enhancement of the human condition by developing and making widely available sophisticated technologies that can greatly enhance longevity and cognition. It also predicts the inevitability of such technologies in the future. So basically, superhuman race. Same shit the freaking Aryans were trying to do in the Hitler times, you guys. This eugenicistic uh, vision is really just that, you know, whether it comes from Xi Jinping trying to kill everybody that's not Han to Ray Kurzweil trying to make everybody a transhumanist, big-brained, leftist Democrat, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that Democrat in the terms of, like, Republican Democrat, but I mean democracy Democrat. Um, But anyway, so... (sighs) Okay, in February 2009, Kurzweil, in collaboration with Google and the NASA Ames Research Center, announced the creation of the Singularity University Training Center for Corporate Executives and Government Officials. The university's self-described mission is to, quote, "...assemble, educate, and inspire a cadre of leaders who strive to understand and facilitate the development of exponentially advancing technologies and apply, focus, and guide these tools to address humanity's grand challenges." Using Vernor Ving's Singularity concept as a foundation, the university offered its first nine-week graduate program to 40 students in 2009. Wow. Singularity University, where all of the masters of the universe train. Uh, So what are some predictions? This guy has some crazy predictions. He's kind of famous for making predictions because he... I mean, he publishes papers about his predictions that are called "How My Predictions Are Faring." Uh, and he gives himself an eighty-six percent accuracy rate, and he actually has successfully predicted some really big, major things that probably people back in those days when he was predicting them would have said, "Hell no!" Um, <clears throat> but let's say uh, that that's let's let's just read something that I thought was interesting about his future predictions. He says he is confident that within ten years. um, we will have the option to spend some of our time in 3D virtual environments that appear just as real as real reality. But these will not yet be made possible via direct interaction with our nervous system. He believes that 20 to 25 years from now, we will have millions of blood cell-sized devices, known as nanobots, inside our bodies fighting diseases and improving our memory and cognitive abilities. Kurzweil claims that a machine will pass the Turing test by 2029. Kurzweil states that humans will be a hybrid of biological and non-biological intelligence that becomes increasingly dominated by its non-biological component. In Transcendent Man, Kurtzweil states we humans are going to start linking with each other and become a meta connection. We will all be connected and omnipresent, plugged into a global network that is connected to billions of people and filled with data. Hmm. Oh, that sounds comfortable. In 2008, Kurzweil said in an expert panel in the National Academy of Engineering that solar power will scale up to produce all the energy needs of Earth's people in 20 years. That is five years from now, you guys. According to Kurzweil, we only need to capture one part in 10,000 of the energy from the sun that hits Earth's surface to meet all of humanity's energy needs. Well, how do we do it, Ray? Um, And, uh, yeah, so... What do we think about this? Um, I guess, like, there's a lot of things I could say here, but his tech punditry is very um, sunny-side up, and I'm not saying that there aren't major uh, advantages and improvements and opportunities that come with technology, but these um, programmable nanobots that are invading my skin and stuff and my body... Or my poop, um, spit, bodily fluids, all over my house. Yeah, still got some bugs in it. Yes, the software needs a fix, um, but nobody is acknowledging that they have put programmable machines in my body. And for me to even say that sounds insane. And I'm, excuse me, I'm truly not saying that. I'm kind of joking. I'm kind of joking, kind of joking. Um, still, <laughs> wait for season 10. I'll be like, I've got foil on my head. I'm in a uh, no-fly zone under a bat cave. I mean, seriously, I'm I'm not losing my mind. It just sounds like it. <laughs> Having said that, I just want to let you all know that you're very important to me. I thank you for listening. And I hope you come back.